We imagine a future. We must consider this. Who would want me to be a part of their life? Hey, that's inappropriate. Will you make a choice now? We pass talking. What do you say we come in for my close-up now? I'm done running. What was your favorite part? I'm a planner. Get back. Movie news. Just don't like you no more. With Gareth Daly. You do like me. Good afternoon to you, Gareth. Where are we starting? We're starting with an excellent director, Paul Greengrass. You'll know him from the likes of The Bourne Ultimatum, United 93. Well, he's been set to write, direct and produce a film adaptation of T.J. Newman's best-selling novel, Drowning, The Rescue mm-hmm. of Flight 421. Now, this is an intriguing plot. The story begins when a plane crashes into the Pacific Ocean six minutes after takeoff. It's flooded after an explosion during evacuation. There's a dozen survivors who sink in a sealed part of the aircraft as it perches precariously on an undersea cliff 200 feet below the surface and amongst them yeah amongst them is an engineer and his 11 year old daughter his estranged wife also the girl's mother is part of the elite rescue team that races to save the passengers before their air runs out we've seen a lot of true life stories like this in recent times with uh, people getting caught in tunnels and the likes as well but Greengrass I I mean, he's worked with Warner Brothers before. Or, yeah, with uh, Captain Phillips, it was the project that he worked with them on. An excellent director for this type of project. I think when you so. think Good about choice, it, when yeah. you, even when you compare that movie, like Captain Phillips, the tension, the way that it was drawn out, the, the kind of documentary mm. style that he shoots in, you could see that his style would definitely suit uh, this uh, drowning, the rescue of Flight 421. That sounds good. News of a sequel? Yeah, this is probably not a surprise because it's been doing very well at the box office. Uh, we we had it as a new release only recently Thanksgiving the name yeah. of the movie Eli Roth is the filmmaker behind it it's done pretty well at the box office it's earned quite a bit particularly in the US and it's got an 83% rating with critics on Rotten Tomatoes which is also a good uh, indicator well they've decided let's go ahead with a sequel ah. we want to do one I mean the storyline here was a, a Black Friday riots that end in tragedy a mysterious Thanksgiving inspired killer who terrorises Plymouth in Massachusetts, uh, the birthplace of the holiday. So basically, uh, Roth is going to be involved again. I mean, don't know anything about the cast, but the likes of Patrick Dempsey was uh, starring in the film. But TriStar have already set a 2025 release date uh, for the follow-up. So it's all happening. Okay, and you've another horror sequel this time for us. (laughs) Yeah, and no surprise why this one's going ahead because it made $161 worldwide from a budget that was about a tenth of that uh, the movie The Black Phone and it starred oh, it Ethan Hawke it? Yeah. it was a very big mm. hit well basically the cast are all going to come back for it um, and basically in the original you saw Mason Thames uh, playing a young teenager abducted by a child killer in a suburban neighbourhood and locked in a soundproof basement it's quite a, a creepy storyline he begins to get calls on a disconnected rotary phone from a deranged captor's previous victims all trying to help him figure out a way to escape before he becomes the next terrifying. one. So Hence, terrifying. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a feeling that did. was the case. A lot of people, a lot of people did. did. Yes. So the Black Phone 2 has already got its release date. It's going to be released on the 27th of June, 2025. All right, some interesting casting news for us this afternoon. 
Sebastian Stan, excellent actor. Uh, people will know him as the Winter Soldier, but he's been in lots of different things. Uh, but he's going to play a young Donald Trump in a movie called The Student. This is from Iranian filmmaker Ali Abbasi. And we've also got um, Borat star uh, Maria Bakalova oh, joining yeah. the cast as well. She's going to play Ivana Trump. And then you've got Succession star Jeremy Strong is going to play an attorney, Roy Cohn, in the movie as well. So this film is going to examine Trump's efforts to build his real estate business in New York in the 1970s and 80s, along with digging into his relationship with that attorney. The loudest voice in the room author Gabriel Sherman is penning the screenplay for the filmmaker. And the filmmaker has been involved in some excellent projects. Uh, Holy Spider was the name of one of the, the films that he made and the last two episodes of the first season run of HBO's The Last of Us as well. I mentioned okay. Sebastian Stan. I mean, yeah. he's an excellent actor. You've got him. He was in, people might have seen him in, in he played Tommy Lee in Pam and Tommy. That's right, yeah. He's also in I, Tanya as mm. well. And recently he played uh, the CEO of Robin Hood Markets in Dumb Money as well. Yes. So he does pop up in a lot of things. He's in a good movie called Fresh as well, which is on Disney+. Plus. So yeah, he's he's very popular and he's going to begin work filming uh, Marvel Studios Thunderbolts as well shortly. So okay, that's a interesting role for him to play. Uh, what trailer have you chosen for us this week? Okay, so take a listen to this. This is a film that premiered at the 80th Venice Film Festival. It's Michael Franco's drama and it's called Memory. Okay, we're going to hear Jessica Chastain and Peter Skarsgård. It's amazing you didn't catch the line. Well, I haven't been sick in years. You just got lost a minute. No, I didn't get lost. Listen, I apologize if I made you feel uncomfortable the other night. It's fine. It's, it's not fine. My uncle talks about you a lot. My dad and I were maybe thinking you could care for him during the day. I'd have to just be there and go on walks and stuff. Why did you follow me home from the party? Or do you only remember when it's convenient? I don't remember. Yes, Garrett, I don't remember. That is memory and uh, very strong performances is what people are saying about this uh, film. Well, Sarsgaard won a Best Actor performance at the Venice Film Festival yeah. and the director, Franco, was also nominated for the Golden Lion as well. In this, look, Jessica Chastain plays Sylvia, a social worker who leads a simple and structured life. This is blown open when Saul follows her home from their high school reunion. Saul has recently lost his memory and their surprise encounter will profoundly impact both of them as they open the door to the past. So do check out the trailer. It looks good and strong performances, as you said. It's going to be opening in January. It's called Memory. All right, let's look at uh, new releases in cinemas this weekend and we shall begin with Maestro. Hello, I'm Lenny. Hello, Felicia. Oh, she's so beautiful. Oh. Tell me about Oh, she's wonderful. She's a lovely girl. What age are we living in? One can be as free as one likes without guilt or confession. Please, I know exactly who you are. He can be the first great American conductor. There's a price for being in my brother's orbit, you know that. Yeah, that's the big one this weekend, Garrett Maestro. 
I'm going to pass the baton to you here now in a second. For <laughs> oh, Bradley what a Cooper. fitting way to put it, yes. <laughs> Bradley Cooper, writing, directing, starring and a very strong cast as well with Kerry Mulligan uh, featuring as well. So you've seen us, well, so I'm great. dying yeah. to hear. Bradley Cooper, Kerry Mulligan, both superb. I have to give a shout out to makeup artist Kazuhiro, responsible for transforming Bradley into Bernstein. You know, the way even Bradley Cooper changes his speaking voice to depict Bernstein through the ages is so impressive. And he's studied so hard to perfect both as an actor and a director, but also, of course, as a conductor for the music sequences here. And from the word go, he wanted Carrie Mulligan as his leading lady playing Felicia. And she's just perfectly cast, both, as I say, excellent. And, you know, it's interesting, we've both Spielberg and Scorsese as producers here, so that bodes well. It's important, I think, Gareth, though, to go into this with the understanding that it's not a regular biopic. Bradley Cooper is co-writer and he decided to tell the story of two artists and their relationship. The composer, Felicia, was also an actress, so it chronicles a love story with the backdrop of Leonard Bernstein's career. There were, uh, you know, a, f- a few a few moments perhaps where there were lulls here and there for me. It's quite theatrical and, and wordy in spots. But of course, the music just takes over. We're going to take a listen to it shortly, but it's it's stunning. Bernstein's music used very cleverly, I thought, uh, throughout the score. You'll hear a little of West Side Story coming in, a little clip from On the Town, the overture from Candide towards the end. And of course, Bernstein's beloved Mahler. We heard a bit of it there in the clip. The scene in the cathedral when he's conducting Mahler's Resurrection Symphony is absolutely stunning. And it really is, you know, I want to see on the big screen the sound is really good so go to the cinema and immerse yourself uh, in that one that is Maestro Garrett Netflix will be very happy with you <laughs> <laughs> it's a good Bradley yeah. Bradley's turning into quite the director right um, yes. in terms of what he can do okay so we've got a couple of other ones to mention um, Eileen uh, is based on a book of the same name here's a little clip from the movie Eileen may I confide in you People are so ashamed of their desires. I have my own ideas. Kind ideas? You can never tell anyone, do you understand? Promise me. Okay. Yes, Gareth, that is Eileen. This is set in 1964. A young secretary becomes enchanted by Rebecca, played here by Anne Hathaway, the glamorous new counsellor at the prison where she works. Their budding friendship soon takes a twisted turn when Rebecca reveals a dark secret. Thomas and Mackenzie starring as Eileen Dunlop. Yeah, Thomasine's really good in it, uh, Mackenzie and, and Anne Hathaway. Both, again, very good performances here. And our director is William Oldroyd, who, who did Lady Macbeth. Good director. This is sort of a, an interesting take on, on a cycle thriller. It, it almost felt like an old film noir, but with a contemporary slant, which actually brings some humour into it. Um, so strong casting, the period captured well, great production design, nice kind of an improvised jazzy soundtrack in there. It fell a little flat at the end, which was a shame. And I don't think it'll be for everyone. It has sort of a, a film festival feel to it. It's a little, little quirky film, if that's what you're in the mood for. That's Eileen. And a couple more to mention, Garrett. A film festival feel to it. You know I what I mean? Description. Yeah. I do, I do. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we have a documentary, an intimate sort of documentary, I Dream in Photos, Cahill McNaughton's photographs, uh, bringing to life the stories of those characters he was passionate to tell and his, his career-long obsession of giving a voice to those that otherwise would not have had one. And then we've got Renaissance, a film by Beyonce, written by Beyonce, produced by Beyonce, sung by Beyonce. Yeah, she's done the Bradley Cooper on it. <laughs> she's done literally everything because <laughs> yes. it uh, chronicles the development and execution of her Renaissance world tour and that stadium tour 
tour to support her seventh studio album, Renaissance. So that's your selection Very this week. Very good. What about a TV movie for us to check out? Yeah, I couldn't decide between two. So I said I'd just mention both of okay. them. Um, so one is set in 1998. A magazine journalist Lloyd Vogel is sent to interview a beloved TV entertainer, Fred Rogers, an assignment he feels that's kind of beneath him. However, a friendship soon forms between the two men. This one stars Tom Hanks, Matthew Reese, Chris Cooper. It's called A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. Oh, that one, yeah, it's on RT1 tonight at 9.30. If you want something a little bit heavier, this is a story about a man gradually succumbing to dementia and drives off a succession of caregivers to the frustration of his daughter who's contemplating starting a new life in Paris. And as his condition steadily worsens, he finds his perspective of his surroundings, the events of the past and future, and even the passage of time itself becoming painfully distorted. Anthony Hopkins gives an Oscar-winning performance alongside Olivia Coleman. It's called The Father, and that is on Channel 4 tonight at 9.25. Oh, I can see why you picked two, because they're two goodies, that's for sure. (laughs) So you're either going to go to 9.25 on Channel 4 and 9.30 on RT1, set record for one or both. Uh, Two good ones, definitely. Gareth, thanks a million. Thanks, Aideen.